All right, guys, episode 58 of the Division Three Finest podcast. We're starting the episode a little differently today with Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, and seven others tragically passing away in a helicopter crash just a couple days ago. Um, I think we're going to do a full Kobe Legacy podcast. that will drop sometime, you know, early next week probably. But for now, for this episode, we're just going to start with a quick, you know, five, ten minutes on our favorite Kobe moments. So, you know, boys, how's everyone holding up, and who wants to start us off here? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, you know, uh, like we've kind of talked, uh, we've talked about this obviously, but first couple of days, Sunday and Monday were a little tough. Um, but you know, I think it's good that we're doing this. I, you know, everybody's kind of paying tribute almost. Um, so I think I'll just start with, you know, it's not that it's like some like super specific, like unique memory. I'm not like saying I was watching Kobe like thoroughly throughout his career, but you know, one thing I'll never forget is his last game. When he, uh, you know, dropped what sixty was sixty one, right? 60, 60 on the yeah, dot. 60. Yeah, So I just I remember that we were at Bethany still, and it was like uh, I had never seen. You know, you guys know how it was there. Sports fans all over. I mean, yeah, predominantly Pittsburgh. But when you, you get that's Steelers. But once you get into like the NBA, MLB, whatever, you kind of see a lot of different fans. Variants. Yeah. I just remember we were kind of all in the room, and it was on just kind of by default. And I don't think people realized like what was happening at first just because, you know, we were all hanging out. And then once people kind of put it together, you know, I think it was even like a party or something. Just everything kind of stopped. Like everybody yeah. like stopped what they were doing, like started watching the game. Like he was going off. Obviously things got like really excited in there like at the end. And so like outside of that, though, just what I recall from that is like and it kind of speaks to what we've been seeing since like the news came out, just how universal he was. Uh, you know, you didn't even have to be like a basketball fan even, um, to know about Kobe, kind of know his like greatness or whatever. Um, and just seeing like all these people just kind of stop what they were doing and like, just know in the moment that like they were, we were all kind of watching something historic, something great. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody's cheering. Like I, I was cheering for Kobe Bryant, like. Right. I obviously knew he was a dog, but like I'm a LeBron guy. Like I was never yeah. like actively cheering for Kobe, like really in my life. Mm -hmm. So for me to be sitting there like standing, shouting every time he drops another bucket, like yeah. I don't know, it's just crazy. I don't. There's not many guys that would bring a, a room together like that. So I think it's just a, a moment that kind of also shows on a bigger picture, you know, kind of what he was about. Right. I think uh, the thing that people forget about is the Warriors were actually playing the same night and they were going for the record uh, 73 wins, but everyone was watching Kobe that night. You know, I I, don't, I mean, I don't have the exact ratings in front of me, but sure. it felt like, a, you know, especially at Bethany, like, you know, no one was watching the Warriors. Everyone was on Kobe his last yeah. night and, you know, he went out with a bang, like, you know, and um it's Shaq told him before the game like you know you better put up 50 tonight but you know before the season we didn't see anything like that from Kobe so it was just right. you know a crazy one night thing where he just you know saved it all for the last moment and it really was a special moment for sure I agree Fit, very fitting way to go out and like I said obviously the game kind of speaks for itself but right. um just in light of obviously the bigger picture uh just seeing everybody kind of and I saw that kind of same same like t take on the internet you know people kind of bringing that up it was just like you know, people kind of remember that game, like where they were, like what they were doing, like oh, right. that night, like Kobe's last game, drop sixty, like just very yeah. Kobe esque, right. and uh, not a lot. You don't get that a lot, like you said, Ben. Like at the time, like obviously looking, like now looking back, that's a very like I maybe even got more significant just because of how things kind of ended. But right. at the time, you could argue that you know Kobe's last game is not nearly as important or as big of a moment as 
that Warriors game, right? If you're looking at like depending on your perspective on it, mm-hmm. um, and to like you kind of nailed it on the head, like people forget, <laughs> like yeah. it's crazy, right? Just because that guy is Kobe Bryant playing his last game, yeah. getting buckets, like yeah. it's just nuts, unbelievable. All right, I guess I'll go with my uh, Kobe moment. So this is really personal to me. It's not when you go through like the Kobe, his best you know moments of his career. This probably isn't even top ten really, but. So personally for me, like, so I was born in 1996 and I didn't really start watching games and like, you know, fully like watching full games and understanding really what I was watching until like, I try to think back like 08, 09, like before like game might be on TV and I'd watch it like, you know, half closely, but not really, you know, watch, like understand what was going on really. So I didn't really start being like a true NBA fan and like really get into it until like those teenager days. And the one moment that really sticks out to me is 2010 Game 5 against the Celtics. And, you know, I don't know why I can't really explain it, but I was never really, like, a huge Lakers guy or Kobe fan just because it seemed like, you know, they always won. Kobe, you know, shot the ball a lot. So, I guess, you know, I was kind of cheering for the Celtics. And the Celtics were dominating the whole game, and it seemed like the Celtics were just going to roll out, you know, roll the Lakers over. And Kobe just took over and scored 21 straight points in that game. And it was just unbelievable. I remember the two plays that really stood out to me was one, um, it was like a lob pass to the rim that Derek Fisher threw up and he like caught it behind his head and like funneled it in. Like it was just, you know, straight will. And it it really kind of embodied what Kobe made you feel as a fan because a lot of players you watch and you're impressed by, but Kobe, it felt like you feared him, especially if you weren't a fan, like just the way he played you just you thought you, you could take over at any point. And there, there's one moment that, so D Wade's kind of connected in this as well. Cause he, um, you know, he had his message on Twitter and, you know, those two are connected through Olympics and team USA stuff, but D Wade was actually at that game and Kobe made a D three and the, the television network cuts away to D Wade in that moment. And he has just this disgusted face. Like, how's this guy doing it? So, and the Lakers, the funny thing is the Lakers didn't even win that game, but just, it was really one of the moments that just stuck out to me you know, Kobe was a bad man and you really felt that emotion every time he played just, it kind of felt like an event every time. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll go last, um, to call it before I get into my Kobe moment, I have like a, a personal moment of like kind of Kobe thing. Um, so if, if anyone doesn't know, I used to be a substitute teacher for like three months, four months. And one day I was substitute teaching at the high school and this kid who I, who I like knew, I like, I knew him from, like, I think, I just, I just knew the kid. Like, he's like a family friend. And he goes, he takes a piece of paper, and he's, like, taking it to the trash can. He shoots it, and instead of saying Kobe, he yells Curry. And I looked at him. I was like, what did you just say? And he, he told me what he said. repeated back. He said Curry. And I made him pick the pick the trash, the piece of paper out of the trash can, and reshoot it and saying Kobe. And he did it. And the next time, I told him the next time he did that and said Curry, he was getting attention. Because you don't say Curry, you get you say Kobe, and that's that's all. Mr. Mr. Schubert, Mr. Schubert was laying down the law, but you know, I guess bullying high school kids. Typical. Like I say, like Ben, you say, like I wasn't really a big Kobe fan growing up. You know, like I'm a Cavs fan. You know, LA is all the bright lights and stuff, and Cleveland's like a small gritty town, not small, but like smaller than LA. So you know, I'm always rooting for like the underdogs usually and stuff, but like. The one thing that always sticks out in my mind when I think about Kobe is the no flinch moment with Matt Barnes, because mm. uh, that that just significant signifies, I think that's the right word, his Mamba mentality. Like nice. that, that that dude's a bad motherfucker. 
Like, yeah. You're bleep not going to mess with him. We'll bleep that out. But, like, <laughs> from, and like when you think of Kobe Bryant, like, that's the first thing that pops in my head is, dude, he didn't flinch when a ball was an inch away from his face. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that dude's bad. Yeah. So, but, like, a sim- similar moment was uh, the Chris Rock clip where he's sitting uh, courtside and he's trying to talk to Kobe. He's, like, making jokes, you know, funniest guy in the world, and Kobe's just focused on the game, doesn't even acknowledge it. Like, that's exactly, yeah. another, you know, Mamba mentality moment. Gil, I have one uh, personal moment, like a shoe, I guess. So freshman year, you were kind of actually like the first, you know, baseball guy I really hung out with a lot. And, I, I mean, I assume you remember this, but I think one of the first things we did video games-wise <laughs> was, you know, yeah, play absolutely. 2K. And so usually, you know, guys like play 2K against each other, but I don't know why. For whatever reason, we drafted a team. Like, so we started a franchise, made an association as a fantasy draft. And so Kobe was our first pick. And then, you know, a couple rounds later, we got Jeremy Lin because, you know, I'm Asian or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. And uh, so we played, like, the shortest season possible, so we weren't, like, you know, going crazy or anything. I think it was a 14-game season. We went 14-0. Kobe was MVP, and Jeremy Lin was second in the MVP race. (laughs) I kind of forgot about it until just that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I I can't believe I can't believe that. Yeah, that I guess that was my first bonding moment with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I guess really so. Yeah, a, a, a low key fan. Also, cut. It was he wasn't like it wasn't prime Kobe anymore. Right. And exactly. he still and he still captured that MVP. Yeah, that's that's huge. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for him, maybe you guys? Um, I mean, nothing crazy. I mean, I don't want to get too deep. Uh, like I was kind of talking earlier, I think the tone is kind of shifting a little bit and more of like a lighter, lighter phase in the process. But um, right. Just kind of some I've been thinking about, uh, and we kind of all touched on it. Like we we gave our favorite moments, and then we all I don't even know if you guys really noticed, but we all kind of talked about how that just in that moment kind of embodied a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it wasn't just it wasn't just this like it wasn't just the sixty one points or sixty points like it, that it, on its own is impressive enough, but like how it like brought everybody together and like right. Ben how you the story yeah. twenty one points or what you know your story how he took over that game like yeah showing his like showcasing his mentality like you know shoot kind of you're the same thing and then with your basketball with the trash can story just kind of how he was like bigger than life yeah and like i think a lot i think that just says a lot about him uh you know obviously as a guy and i think the biggest thing is and one of the reasons why i think his it was so like universal hearing the news is like he really was and ben i think you kind of touched on it the most but shoot too like kind of a bad like that bad motherfucker like but on a serious note, like he kind of embodied, like very like clearly what like just striving for that like perfection is, and like even and we all know like and I, I was almost joking about it earlier, but like you're never gonna get there, but like that didn't stop him. Like it was mm. every day, like he did it every single day just to be like the best, and I think that's kind of what a lot of people can relate to, or at least like see that and be like that is how you got to do it, and so. I don't know. I think that just. I think it's crazy. I kept telling myself like something good has to come out of out of his, uh, you know, passing. I think you know, I'm sure a lot of good things will. But one of the things I just couldn't help but think, just because it was kind of how I personally reacted, is how like it's almost like eye opening that like how to be and and just he is like that golden example. And unfortunately, it might might have been something you don't really realize when he was here. Um, but like I said, just kind of the effect he's having on people, uh, now after the fact, I just think it's, it's really something noteworthy. So yeah. kind of just, 
I got a little deep there, even though I said I wasn't. But yeah, you know, hey, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That, that was that was Come good. On. So I mean, last thing I'll say before we get to our you know regular show, um, yeah, I think another thing that embodies what you were talking about is you know Trey Young, a guy that didn't even play against Kobe. You know, they're a couple of generations away from each other, and you can see how big of an impact Kobe had on him with you know his 45 point performance and i don't have the exact numbers on me but there's some weird statistics that all of his stats kind of added up to like kobe numbers like i think he only had 24 shots and then if you added up his free throw percentage it was like 81 percent i I don't, I don't think i got that exactly right but some crazy statistics like that but i think that just kind of shows you know his huge impact a guy that never even faced kobe uh you know they weren't teammates but yet still had such a profound impact on this guy this player and it's not just him it's just you know a lot of future generations as well so i think that really just shows how big he was bigger than life yeah and, and something i just forgot to mention i'll just be quick so shoot i don't know if you have anything to say but like kind of just wrapping up like what i was kind of getting at is that where that becomes like universal his attitude like all that drive and stuff like i just think that's something that applies to everybody so mm-hmm. it's like not just a basketball thing right like, I think that's kind of where he is able to his effect was felt like kind of all over the world just because at the end of the day like you can grind and and strive towards like that greatness and like results will come so I think that's something anybody can kind of look at as an example and and in some way you know kind of work into their life. Yeah. Right. Should you got anything else? No, I mean it's just like everyone probably was very you know like I was very shocked and it's a very sad day, and I guess you saw how much he meant to a lot of people, knowing people who, who didn't even know Kobe Bryant on a personal level or at all, and never met him in their life, knowing friends of mine who were bawling their eyes out because of this. This kind of showed you how much he meant to just the world in general. Right. Sure. Okay, uh, I think that's all we got for Kobe moments. Uh, like I said you know at the top we will be dropping a full kobe legacy podcast sometime probably you know next week we're not sure exactly when that's going to drop but you know we love you guys and it really does kind of suck that it takes something like this to kind of you know change your perspective on life a little bit you know it can happen to anyone at any moment really you know it's a freak accident but you know you, you just never know in this life so uh, i think you know one of the takeaways is you know we just need to cherish this a little bit more you know um, yeah. enjoy the little things a little bit more hug your loved ones a little bit tighter today and uh, tell your mother you love her do it and you know just live life with a little bit more passion every day so alright here we go Super Bowl preview with Coach Sleek and Fancy BS with Gabby Gowdy coming up next previously on the Division 3's Finest Podcast Taysom Hill I'm telling you guys right now will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans next pay Manning Taysom Hill what? no from what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all. And then, uh, like, those guys are always, they look like they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you do you not have dragons? I'll go seven. Like, I, I feel <laughs> I feel like really good. I, I know. know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, 
time. The professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 58 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast, coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 58 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast. We do have two guests on the show today, Andrew Gillen, the man, my co-host. Would you like to do the honors of introducing him real quick? Absolutely, Ben. Thank you, as always, for the great uh, introduction. Uh, gotcha. You start off the show hot, really get the, the tone pumping. Uh, first, obviously, got to introduce uh, leader of the Mount Rushmore for now. Uh, there are people in close pursuit. Uh, Jacob Schubert, uh, top reoccurring guest on the yeah. episode. Uh, how are, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm great, man. I'll be here. For okay, and also we co-host. have um, on the show today uh, another great reoccurring guest. He is on the Mount Rushmore, correct? Correct. He is. I'm, I'm a big stats guy. But great friend of the show. Always love having him on. Some good insight. Um, really personal fan of the rivalry between these two guests. So uh, really like having him on. Uh, Coach Sleek, Austin Sleek. How we doing, bud? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, very happy to be back on the show. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was a pretty, pretty unconvincing statement that I'm on the Mount Rushmore guest, though. So that was that was a little me. better. No, no, that's that's me. It's it, it's not you. It's me. Okay, I got you. It's one of those situations. It, it's it is well documented. <laughs> it is well documented in our last episode, one of the recent episodes that you are on the Mount Rushmore. I just forgot. Right. Coach, Thank you want a little trivia before we get started? You want to guess how many times you've been on the podcast? Um, I'm going to say this is number seven. You are exactly correct. Seventh appearance on the podcast. That's very impressive. <laughs> that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, quite big numbers, guy. <laughs> yeah, huge saying metrics. All right, well, so you'll, you'll fit right. You'll, you'll fit right in with us. We're big, <laughs> big stats guys. All right, so Super Bowl preview, Coach Leak. That's why you're here. You're kind of our football guy. But, you know, obviously a little bit of a misstep with the Titans and Vrabel, uh, you know, two weeks ago. And, you know, hey, I guess. I'll tell you, though, I, just real quick on that. Yeah. I was, I was, I don't know if I was necessarily on the fence, but Sleek, I've never been more uh, convinced by a human being than I was after your Titans analysis. Uh, you had me questioning a lot. Right. So uh, That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. and Don't play mind games. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I get people. I, I get people to swing one way or the other. You know, I, you just got to oh, make make the big statement and be convincing. You, you <laughs> not that people, before. You get people to swing. Okay, you heard it here first. Austin Sleek, Mount Rushmore guest, gets people to swing one way or the other. <laughs> so, unfortunately, there will be. <laughs> unfortunately, there will be no d- cutting off for Mike Vrabel, our friend of the program, after you yeah. know this matchup. But you know, Coach Sleek, do you have any opening comments before we get to some picks here? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, you know, the Titans got off to a pretty good start. Kind of threw it in the getter, but um, that up. as for this upcoming game, did you guys, I, I know the last time I was on here, I was talking about the um, conspiracies with Chiefs Packers. And right. the, the newest one, the Simpsons conspiracy, has uh, the Simpsons winning the Super Bowl in 2020. Oh, er, shit. The, the uh, 49ers winning. Oh, in, oh uh, okay. Uh, the 49ers winning uh, in Miami in the Super Bowl. Wow. So, That's huge news. That is huge. That is huge news. I was a little thrown there when you said the Simpsons won the Super Bowl. I was like, well, okay, how's that going to work? Yeah, <laughs> Mixed up my words. But the Simpsons had the 49ers winning a Super Bowl in Miami, so... I mean, it, oh. it, it seems they, they have a good track record of predicting things. So, for all you conspiracy theorists out there, 
I just became one. Yeah, you got to sound like that. <laughs> I'm not convincing you, though, because I'll, I'll wait for my pick, but I'm not, no, I, I'm, not in I'm favor already, of the Niners. I'm already locked in. You're, you're, bolstering, you're bolstering my conviction. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, I already said it, but I'm, I'm on the other side. I like the Chiefs. Well, hey, sh- 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 well, save it. Come on now. All right, so. All right, fair enough. Okay, let's start with Hot Ones picks, last Hot Ones picks of the 2019-2020 season. So, you know, we're just going to preview the game a little bit after we do picks and, you know, some storylines as well. But obviously a lot on the line with our hot sauce punishment. If you haven't been keeping up with the standings, Shub is currently a game behind. Uh, Shub's 3-3, three and three, Gil is 4-2, and two, and I'm 5-1. and one. So Shub cannot catch me, but he can catch, catch Gil with a miracle. He needs a win this week. And uh, we're going to do a tiebreaker at the end in case they tie. So, uh, Shub, I guess we'll start with you. So, I already have the ticks, uh, the picks because you guys texted me. So, we you know, aren't doing this unfairly. But, Shub, why don't you just you know, end the suspense for the audience listening? Yeah, I chose the Chiefs. Their offensive power with Patty Mahomes uh, and Travis Kelsey. Your good friend. And... Uh, not Tyreek Hill. I refuse to yeah. say he's good. Anti Tyreek Hill um, no, podcast. Anti Tyreek Hill. Um, you know they're gonna they're gonna you know outshine the strong Niners defense. I have a good confidence in it. Good confidence. It sounds very yeah. confident. All right, uh, Gil, why don't you go next? Um, so this is kind of awkward, but I'm also taking the Chiefs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 49ers. Nice try, buddy. So Gil texted me 49ers, so he has to stick with that, unfortunately. So if she, if the Chiefs win, we do have a tie on our hands. So right. yeah, sorry, my mic, uh, my mic cut out as well um, there. Right, uh, but unfortunately. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's technical difficulties all around today. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I obviously am, I didn't really hear what you guys said, but I am not taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the 49ers. Um, I honestly think they've been, you know, not. It's like one of those things where you know, not to feed into. Richard Sherman's little narrative, but I do think as a team they haven't really been getting like maybe as much respect as they deserve even after that last game. I mean, maybe after last game was like the first time, but Mm -hmm. you know, they've been good, solid all year. Right. I mean, they won a game only passing eight times, so right. I mean, they have like the they have the offensive you know weapons to do it, they have the capability. I think their defensive line is great. Um, which I think will I at least am hoping that's my assumption that it causes the most problems. Um, the one thing that does concern me is the Chiefs' defense uh, looked great in their last game. So, is that was the one like thing kind of keeping me on the fence. Um, but overall, I think while the Chiefs do have all that offensive firepower, I think uh, I think the the Niners are the better team. So I am going to go the Niners. Shub, you're going to drink that hot sauce, uh, and I'm going to love every second of it. Listen, and we'll send you to the hospital. Quarterback who completed four of eight passes. That's a Jacob Schubert stat from high school when I completed uh, four seven, so you're in trouble. That's all I can and say. you're the and you're the seventh best quarterback in your in Cambridge history. So if you're going off that logic, I think it's a pretty solid pick on my end. I'm playing against non NFL players, so yeah. <laughs> all right, coach, well, you wanna? Sorry, what are you saying, Gil? No, just gonna basically long-winded uh explanation about why i'm gonna win again so i'll just keep it at that okay all right coach you want to give a pick here yeah uh i like the chiefs um yes. I think, I think the game... all right uh, I, think, I think the game's strictly gonna be based on pace of play though um I, i'm saying I, I like the chiefs to win but not not 
sure confidence. Um, I think it just all depends on how this game goes. If it's played slow and the 49ers can hold on to the ball for a little bit, they win. Um, but if the Chiefs, if, if, if this game is, you know, a shootout type of football game that I don't think the 49ers can keep up with the Chiefs, yeah. obviously with, you know, Jimmy G, and I, I just don't have a lot of confidence in Jimmy G. But, you right. know, Mahomes, they can score well, it seems like. So if they can if they can get the ball in Mahomes' hands as much as possible, I think the 49ers, or the Chiefs win the game. Right. Uh, I, I like the underdog. So I'm also going Chiefs, Chiefs. as well. Um all right, that's fine. I, I don't. I don't know why the 49ers are not favored though, because I, I understand the Chiefs have been very impressive, but you know the 49ers have just been pure dominant, and so many people are picking the Chiefs, so I kind of am kind of scared of that pick. But just my thing is, I don't think the Packers were that good. It was obviously you know an amazing performance against them, but I think the Packers, if you just look back, they had a really weak schedule. They kind of stepped up when they needed to, but I think the NFC title matchup should have been I, I know this hurts coach but it should have been 49ers saints i think that's the matchup we deserved it's that was the best two teams in the nfc and we just didn't get it so um i think 49ers are a little you know coming off that victory it's it looks a little better than it actually is so i i'm just gonna go with the chiefs here i just don't think mahomes will be denied i think uh he's just been too good and i think the chiefs have more ways to win than the 49ers they can come back from behind they can control the game early so uh, i'm gonna go with kansas city here all right then it don't matter it don't matter. <laughs> all right, it's, so it's gonna be. You guys are all gonna be. I'm gonna call all of you individually. Okay. Come come Sunday. Uh, Yo, I, can't, I can't wait. To, listen, Gil. I'm on a hot streak. I picked. Shoot, I might correct. order you, you. I might order you your hot sauce. I think the Pro Bowl. I'll correct, get you right? expedited uh, <laughs> delivery there. Get you sipping on it quick. Shoot, did pick AFC in the Pro Bowl, so that's very impressive. I for don't him. give a. I should be tired. <laughs> they weren't tackling each other. There were no Except odds to bet. Kirk Cousins. Shout yeah. out my Kirk guy, Cousins Jack got Doyle, tackled. scoring a touchdown. Picking the Pro Bowl is like picking a red or black on a roulette wheel. No, exactly. And, and I coach, right. Coach, this came, this came out of Tube's pick. He's the only one that picked. So, And it came out of pure desperation of he was looking for any way to, to even up the record. So he's like, oh, let's pick the Pro Bowl. I picked the AFC. And then no one yeah. said anything, and he's just riding that horse. Trying to force your own hot streak is like trying to claim your own nickname, Shoop. Well, oh, I bet the Shout sun's going to come up tomorrow. Speak it into existence. We can't hear you, Shoop. Uh, get closer to the mic, bud. I'm going to speak it into existence. Shout a little farther away. Shout out Mommy to of Jake Miller. LeVar Ball. I'm going to speak it into existence. Never lost. LeVar Ball doesn't have the best track record. Unfortunately, yeah. Very, very tragic. A, a gambling man never does. Let him <laughs> let him dig his own uh, grave, please. All right, uh, let's just get into some storylines, I guess. So where do we want to start guess. here? I mean, you know, Jimmy G, I guess there's some doubts with him. Maybe that's why 49ers aren't favored maybe, here. Maybe from you guys. Well, just, you know, publicly the Chiefs are favored. It's only by one point, granted, but, you know. It feels like a little Jimmy G stuff is a little bit of a storyline. You know, can he prove it in the big game, in the big moments? Well, hey, listen, I'll, I guess I'll start. So, I mean, first, it's just, you know, that's why people turn to our podcast for these expert sports picks because, like Obviously. you said, it's, it's the public narrative. They don't know right. what they're talking about. 100%. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, he'll get it done. I mean, you if you win a game as a starting quarterback while completing four passes, you can only go up. So, I mean, I, I think that's being un- – and 
they were killing them on the ground. So getting transitioning a little more serious. You, you throw eight passes, and that's being used as like a knock. But they very easily won the game. Like, why right. would you throw more? Yeah. So I, I like understand like four for eight looks bad on paper, but it's like the fact you only had to throw eight times. Like, I think that speaks more to the cheat or the Niners than anything, right. which kind of goes to why I picked them. I just think they're the better team, top to bottom. Um, you know, I do think they're going to get it done, though. Um, and I think the Jimmy G hype is a little overrated, but I think kind of being that guy under Brady's spotlight for a while, and then, you know, I think it was its own storyline, getting his own team, all that good stuff. And, and uh, so I think he's kind of under a microscope a little bit where maybe other guys wouldn't have been uh, in a similar situation. Uh, but I don't think it's anything to, to be worried about, and I'm not saying that because I don't want to drink hot sauce. Jimmy G is like the name brand Ryan Tannehill. Like, Ryan Tannehill is great value, <laughs> Jimmy G's Oreo. Listen, the Chiefs had a great game plan for Tannehill, and that was to make him beat you, and they he could. They shut down my guy Derrick Henry. Um, I don't think – I think the, program. the whole Mostert thing, everyone's like hyping him up and everything – I think that's a fluke. Like I honestly do. I just think it was a fluke game. How? Like, he's, how? he's decent. I listen. I'm not saying he's bad. Four like, he's not. But like, I two hundred twenty yards. Those holes. Like those holes Chill. are gigantic. Dude, no. Listen, listen. I know you're kind of being funny there, but you just you. God, no. I'm sh- dead ass. Listen. But you just made the comparison yeah. earlier about Jimmy G, and you were like, you said, "Oh, I'm not playing NFL people." Mozart right. was playing NFL people. Put up four touchdowns. Listen, all I'm saying is those holes were huge. Shut I don't up. think the Chiefs are going to – listen, the Chiefs stopped Derrick Henry for the most part. They controlled so him. Could they argue, stop, you they could argue him. that the Niners think, line is too good. No, they're going to control Raheem Mostert. I think that's his name. But they're, they can control Derrick Henry. They can you, can just call him, you can just call him Mr. Four Touchdowns. He's not going to have two touchdowns in this game. I'll put money on that. I have a serious okay. question for uh, Shub. So yes. Mostert went for four touchdowns, 29 carries, 220 yards. You said you could run for those holes and get those runs. How many yards would you come up with with 29 carries with that 49ers offensive in, line against the Packers? In 29 carries, how much did he have? 220 yards with four touchdowns. I would have had at least 150. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have. I would have had at I least just, 150. I just, I, I at just least. Think- I think everything, any sports take that you've ever had in your life is just discredited. Listen, all I'm saying is type Paid man check my balance. huddle, check my film on YouTube. Put an, put an asterisk above Listen, everything you've go ever Google, seen. Go Google Cambridge versus Meadowbrook football 2013 or 14. You'll find me, number right. 18, run down all the sidelines, all right? Dude, I had 150 yards in that ago. game in high school. I would have 150 in the NFL with that line, with that giant that was- that was six years ago. Could you even run 150 yards yes. on a track right now? Yes, 100%. I'm in shape. I could go in right now and run 150 yards for an NFL team. <laughs> That's, Listen, I'm I, just I, saying, I, Raheem Mostert's game was a fluke. The Chiefs are going to control him better than the Packers. I can't even comment on this because it's so idiotic. The proof is in the pudding. That's all I'm saying. I'm just gonna use That's this like to. Saying, oh yeah, when I was 12, I threw a no hitter, so I could go out. I could go out to the Astros right now and throw a no no. I mean, that's different. With that line, with those holes, I could have ran through that. I could have drove my car through that. Shub, I just want you to know that I need. I can't wait until tomorrow for people to hear what you just said. That's um, fine. And the people yeah, that so know me, I'm tweeting this out right now. I'm tweeting it out right now. 
I'm just going to segue. One of our best pieces of content was Jacob Schubert's Pro Day. So if you want more highlights, you know, type that in on YouTube, Jacob the Ball Schubert's Pro Day, and you'll see Schubert's speed, his uh, 5 I've 4 lost, 40 I've speed. I've lost 30 pounds since that Pro Day, so let's be. Let's so how, what, what do you think you could run a 40 now? In a 40? Yeah. Uh, what did I run on my Pro Day? Like a f***ing 6? You ran a 5-4, I think. <laughs> I think I your best time was 5-2. Five two, two. You said 5-2? 5-2. Okay. That's so, I don't think you're running for 150 yards in an NFL professional yes. game if you run a 5-2. Yes. <laughs> That's if my I, hot if take. If I play the Packers with that line, 150 yards. Easy. All right. I, th- I think we should move on from this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the Chiefs defense real quick. So Gil brought it up, you know, so they are able to limit Henry, you know, 19 carries, 69 yards, were able to contain him compared to last time they played in the regular season. Henry went for 23 carries, 188 yards. So I think, you know, this will probably be kind of the similar strategy. Chiefs trying to shut down 49ers defense. But as Jacob Schubert said, that line is very good. And, you know, their schemes are very good, too. I think Shanahan's great with, you know, disguising the run. So what do you guys think with Chiefs defense? How are they going to handle the 49ers in this one? Uh, I'll start just because I kind of already touched on it. Um, it was the biggest thing that kind of uh, made me hesitate when making my pick. So, I mean, obviously I kind of just kind of respect them, especially after last game. Um, I think one of the things they were missing, not that this is like, you know, I'm not breaking news, but uh, Tyron Matthew just changes like – everything uh just uh he's always around the ball kind of like a troy mall troy palmalu-esque like he's just always there reading reading the play kind of before it happens um and i think that's huge i think that might have been like a maybe a missing piece for them but then like you said i think just scheme scheme wise uh i think shanahan's maybe a little bit better coach but maybe account for some of that stuff um i just think they get better results yeah um, I mean, I I think the Chiefs' defense is like one of the most underrated sides of the ball, like in, in terms of the whole NFL. Just the way people view them, you know, the Chiefs in years past were like horrific on defense, and I think that um, you know that vision's kind of staying with them and everything. And people just see them as that old Chiefs defense, but I think they're a, a legitimate defense. They obviously shut down Derrick Henry, who is like an absolute. I don't even know. It's in this whole year, and then they shut them down pretty yeah. much. So, I mean, they, they've they've shown their fair share that they can stop people on defense, and I think a lot of people are overlooking that. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, you said you were talking about schemes and everything. I don't – I think Andy Reid's going to have some wild plays. For sure. Up. Yeah. No, no everyone, doubt. Everyone always says that he's, like, the guy when it comes to coming mm-hmm. up with all these, like, different plays and everything. So, I think I think there's going to be some wild stuff going on from Andy Reid. For Reed. sure. Yeah. No, for sure. And, and I thought about that, like, as I was actually saying it about Shanahan, uh, that is what pops in my head. They're going up against, you know, another, another schemer uh, in his own right. Uh, but, you know, obviously, I just think – when talking about the Chiefs defense, I just think that's going to be a challenge. But, yeah, obviously, like you said, uh, on the flip side of it, you know, the, the Niners kind of have the same, you know, the same problem with arguably, you know, a better play caller. Um, but, yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like I said, this wasn't an easy pick. Uh, right. I'm kind of nervous. I'm just yeah. – it was a gut check. So I, yeah. I went with the Niners. I'll just say, like, I'm really pumped for the Super Bowl, especially last year was one of the worst Super Bowls, probably the worst Super Bowl I ever watched. 13 to 3, Patriots. Yeah. And I think a lot of us were rooting against the Patriots, and they end up winning a yeah, shitty game. Yeah, would have put up 35 points in that Super Bowl. <laughs> Not that 100% guaranteed. So, yeah, I'll just say, yeah, I'm super watch, pumped watch for this one. Watch his highlight film. Yeah, Jacob Schubert, or Jacob the Bald Schubert, Pro Day. YouTube I can't it. believe you said that. No, not that. He said his high school one, and he was serious. <laughs> 
I can't believe that. Versus the Packers with the same holes that Raheem Mostert got, I You're can put up 150. I'm shoot. that confident in myself. Shoot, the defense would close those holes and have time to tie their shoe before you got through them. No, dude. You just, I'm built different when it comes to that. <laughs> You're built different. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll go to the we'll go to the huddle the the highlight film from high school and we'll decide that. Schubert, can you send me that link? I'm gonna create a soundbite and I'm gonna. Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So I guess Thank last God. last thing before we uh, you know kind of wrap this up, I don't think that the 49ers defense is getting enough attention because they are you know absolute beasts too. And I know the Chiefs have been you know clicking on all cylinders, but I guess the defenses they went against you know Titans have pretty good defense, but Texans aren't you know, aren't great. So you know the Chiefs is kind of Mahomes is given the benefit of the doubt he's just going to dominate, but the 49ers <laughs> defense is super legit. And I don't think enough yeah. people are talking about it. People don't talk about that. People forget. Oh, it's Mahomes this, Mahomes that. Nah, couldn't be me. I'm I'm 49ers defense this, 49ers defense that. Mahomes, love him. I just don't. I I don't see. I don't see it happening. Not this time. I'm also very anti Mahomes brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> is, is that like bad juju? I mean, I don't think so because he's here. But I mean, at some point, that's got to come back and bite you. You don't like Jackson, yeah. TikTok famous guy. It's just no. like, hey, hey, man, hey, I'm in the playoffs. Calm down, like, yeah. Cool it. Wait till after the season. Do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, you know. Right now, I'm not talking to you, Shoe. I, I don't care. I don't care what you think. You pick the Chiefs. You're my enemy. And you think you can put up 150 yards in an NFL game? I, I'm not the time. Packers with the same holes that Raheem Mostert uh, had. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, when, out. Oh, oh, yeah. When you put those in, uh, you're right. I think all of a sudden you'll have 150. <laughs> I'm having a hard time looking at you right let's, now. Let's set this up somehow. Put me in a game. Shoot. I could guarantee you, if you had a all-pro offensive line, you could put a practice squad defense out there, and you wouldn't rush for ten yards and thirty carries. Yes, Thanks. I would. Yes, I would. One hundred percent. No, you would. wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Let's set this up. I'll risk my knees. You'll be dead on the first hit, and you'll run for like maybe a yard. <laughs> Listen, fellas, you don't know me in football. I'm built different. Oh my god. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hashtag built. Hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. All right. Um. So uh, we're gonna do tiebreaker pretty soon, but I don't know. I think I'm. Is it too late to change my pick? I feel like I'm really feeling oh, strongly oh, 49ers here. Like, it's too late. Hey, Sleek, you hear that? I now I got guys swinging both ways, huh? <laughs> or either way. Oh, but if Ben changes his pick, I'll change my pick. So Shub is the the Stop. ultimate. I almost don't like that, but I do I at the it. same time. Let me do it. That's fine. Okay. I mean, there's no implications for me and Sleek. It's just between you guys. So I mean, it doesn't really matter. But I'd like to change my pick. I love the 49ers here. I don't know why, but I've been swung. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Consider it a double swing. Okay. <laughs> it right, sounds great. Hey, that's a two for one special, baby. <laughs> All right, so let's get the tiebreaker out of here. So this is just between uh, you know Gill and Shub. So in case the Chiefs do pull it out, the tiebreaker will be how we determine who has the hot sauce challenge. So we have just five kind of weird prop bets that um, they will you know pick the over unders on, except the coin flip, I guess you know heads or tails. But yeah, I guess we'll just start with a coin flip and we'll rotate who goes first. So it's you know fair that way. Pick first. See, this is what this is what's been bothering me. I am beating you right now. I ha- I should get. I'm like the home team. My yeah. record is better than yours. Gilly, you can go first. Tails. 
<laughs> fuck you, I'm going Tails. <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys can pick the same pick. So Tails, all right, so we'll rotate who goes first. Shuby, you'll get first pick on this Still one. Don't understand it. Keep rotating. Uh, so Gatorade um, color, shower. What color? Uh, red. Orange. Okay. And the next one we got is National Anthem over under two minutes. Demi Lovato is performing. That orange, that Gatorade color is perfect because I know damn well I'm going to fight tooth and nail that I'm just going to argue that it was orange. <laughs> like, no matter what. Both teams are No, if it was red, no, even if it is red, I'm going to be like, no, like, if you look at this angle, it's orange. Save metrics. All right, national anthem, over under. Gil, I'll, throw you... my, I'll throw my challenge flag. <laughs> Gil, you got the over under first for national anthem. Sleek, you have final call on the Gatorade color if it comes into question. Oh, all right. I like it. Yeah. Yes, I want to get I want to get you involved. Perfect. Uh, over under, you said two minutes. Two minutes. Can I get the singer? Do we know? Demi uh, Demi Lovato. Ooh. Over. Over. Okay. She's got some pipes. She's gonna flex them. Yeah. Over as well. She has she has very good. Jesus, <laughs> shoe. I already had that take. Grow a sack. We'll bleep that out. So we got two more. Uh, next one we have Donald Trump tweets not during the Super Bowl, just during Super Bowl day. So anytime on Sunday, the over under is thirteen point five tweets for the day. Under. Over. Easy. You Hey, you shut I your really Unless something stupid happens with America, I don't think he's gonna tweet that much. Hey, hey, are these picks locked in? These are locked in. Yeah, They're he picked in. under. Shoot, he's going literally in an impeachment trial like right now. I, don't, I still don't see it. No, on Sunday. Okay, that's fine. That's Sunday's fine. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad you don't see it. <laughs> All right. And the last one we have is temperature. It's, it's in Miami. The temperature, estimated temperature is 71 Fahrenheit. So over under 71. Andrew, is it my turn? turn? Yeah, you got first pick. You said it's, you said it's, where are you getting these f***ing numbers from, first off? I think that's kind of important. Uh, the internet, uh, internet never lies, so. That is true. And it's in Miami, you said? It is in Miami, South Beach. 71? 71. I don't know, man. This is so. Where are we at, me and Shub and picks? Like, is it t- like, are we the same across the board? No, so Trump tweets are different. Yeah, Trump tweets are different, and uh, Gatorade color is different. And then Shub, did you go over for the national anthem? Yeah. And then uh, coin flips the same as well. So all right, all right. two so we're picks for, are different. We're all right at least. Yeah. I'm gonna go. What time is the game? <laughs> it's at night. I'm not sure exactly. Under. 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 Okay. Yep. All right, so because Gil went under, I did a lot of research today, and I think it's going to be literally like 72 degrees at games time. So I'm going over. Okay. <laughs> lots of research, yeah, lots just, of same hey, metrics. You're, ta- you're talking about research. All that all that talking I just did was to give me enough time to pull up my weather app and, and go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did, yeah. That's what I did today. All right, you guys got anything else? Sleek? No. No, I thought. What are you thinking? All right, you heard the picks. What happened between me and Shub? Who, where? I know you switched to the Niners, but was that more anti-Shub or like you really feeling good about my picks? Um, more anti-Shub on the Niners picks. <laughs> that's I didn't I didn't hear you say that, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, it, I mean, it, it, we have our rivalry, so like I can't back him. I like yeah. that. I like that. Oh, and God. and honestly, if if we're if we're staying on trends, I think the the sleek to shoe record is heavily favoring sleek 
So it, yeah, it just it off that, that alone, that's the only trend I need to, to lock this in. Yep. I'd love to get you guys on Rough and Rowdy. I think uh, <laughs> Shub wouldn't be able to <laughs> maintain the fight, but I think it'd be a good one. I think Shub has a reach advantage. <laughs> <laughs> no center of gravity, baby. He's built different. He's, He's built different. different. Oh, yeah. Hashtag built different. <laughs> all right, Coach, I think that's all we have for you know Super Bowl. Thanks again for coming on the show. And we're hoping for a big year for Teal. I don't know if that will happen since you know you won't even cut your <laughs> off for a PSC championship. But well, we hope you guys figure it out and get you know second place in the conference. Well, well second place is not what we're shooting for. You know, we're, we, we want a championship. Right, but we're Bethany Thank guys. You, you know, we gotta we gotta hope for first. <laughs> if okay, hey, here, spin zone. Second place only to Bethany College, just on our side. But should it not be the the Bison, uh, right? You know, I'm a I'm a sleek guy, so I guess by default I'm a I'm a little bit of a teal guy. Um, Love that. Just Love oh, yeah, that. gotta gotta have the guys back. Love to hear it. A few moments later. <laughs> Now joining us on the podcast, she's an A-list celebrity on Twitter for Cleveland Sports. Her impact is so great, Austin Seibert has suddenly lost his ability to make field goals after a couple mean tweets. But more importantly, she's one of our favorite recurring guests of all time. Gabby Gowdy, how's it going? Hey guys, thank you so much for having me again. I know I'm your favorite recurring guest. So I'm happy to be here. So, Third so appearance of all time. Yes, you are the you are our favorite guest that calls themselves the favorite guest. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Correct. I love it. So Ben kind of mentioned it. Do you want to take this time to either apologize or comment to uh, the Browns kicker? Um, I don't have an apology, no. But no comment? my comment no. is maybe stop being dramatic and grow up a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. But, like, maybe... Well, just don't a little be bit. So sad. It'll get better. <laughs> right. It'll get okay. better. That's good. That sounds nicer than the first one. But, <laughs> but, we're just gonna take this moment to shout out Greg Joseph for getting shout cut out. and making it further than our good friend Austin. Still our good shout friend though. So, Greg, a friend of the show, Greg. Yeah, huge friend <laughs> of the show. Fan of the show. All right, so uh, let's get going with Fancy BS. So today's Fancy BS is brought to you by nobody, but you can change that. The Division Three's Finest podcast is growing with a lot of grit. We're currently at 8,657 listens on the podcast overall, over uh, 57 episodes. That's an average of over 150 listens per show. If you want to get your product out there, Save you know what to do. Save metrics. Just hit us up in our DMs, Twitter, at Division uh, D3's Finest Pod. And we'll get your product out there. All right, so this week's Fancy BS in honor of the Super Bowl is Super Bowl party food. So Gabby is our guest. going to have the first pick. I'm going second. Jacob the Bald Schubert's going to go third. And Gil's got back-to-back snake drafts. So, uh, Gabby, you have the first pick whenever you're ready. Oh, thank God I got ben, the first pick. Ben, Ben, another great ad read. Uh, you didn't mess anything up but our own Twitter handle. Right, so, so no big good. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> There's one thing you're going to mess up. It's it's that. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it happens. We're human. Okay, so my turn. I go. I start this off. Yes, yeah, sir. Start this off. We would be honored if you did. Thank God I get to go first. Okay, so my favorite, top favorite Super Bowl food is hot wings. Woo. Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, high no, on my list. Are you ordering in or are you making them yourself? 
Oh, I'm going to order some Big Shot Bob's Wings to my front oh. door. Uber okay. eats those guys to me. <laughs> no, double sponsor shout-out, possibly. Wow, huge. <laughs> shout-out future Friends sponsor of the program. Uber Eats and Big Shot Bob's. Probably get some um, hot Parmesan garlic, a bunch of ranch. I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah, I really, hot sauce, anything with hot sauce, mm, add it to I'm a fan, plate. too. I'm a fan. All right. Um, they have to be, like, crunchy. They can't be like those little soggy, flimsy guys. Yeah, they gotta I agree. Have crisp. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I yeah we don't want no slime wings. Hell yeah, no. f- that. Wings. We'll bleep that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so um, second pick, I'm going to go with, this is tough. I have two options. I'm going to go with buffalo chicken dip, though. So. Uh, yeah, that, yes. that's, All right, that so, had to go. Yeah, so Shub, you got the third pick, and then Gil's got back-to-back snake draft, of course. All right. Uh, pretty nice third pick in the draft here. Uh, I'm gonna take pizza. Woo! Yep. What kind? Uh, all of them. All no, of them. you have to pick like a certain. Like, are you making uh, it? Uh, no, hell no. Where <laughs> are you getting it from? She was not making. <laughs> shit that, I mean, Domino's. I like. Okay. Oh. Yeah. the program. Taco Bell. Uh, oh, they have they have Mexican pizzas. Those are really good. Uh, I'm probably getting, yeah, shoot. I'm probably pepperoni pizza. Let's say that. Okay. okay. Straight up. Basic. Basic. <laughs> all right, you got two picks here. All right, all right. Um, I'm going. My first one, uh, pigs in a blanket. Mm. Definitely. Solid. Yeah, nice. Solid. Huge. And then uh, this is where it gets tough because this is where strategy comes in. I'm, I don't know what I can get away with late draft, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Um, all right, I'm going to go Stromboli, second pick. Wow, Ooh. okay. Yeah, just a couple fat lips of Stromboli. Shoot, don't look like that. You said pizza, bro, and then said all yeah. of them. Bro. Right, yeah. We'll be getting a for the Super Bowl, bro. Stromboli was not on my I'm list, but some, I fucking love I'm making Stromboli. some this weekend, bro. Hell yeah. yeah man. Uh, maybe I'll fly up. I got the weekend off. I'll send you I'll send you a loaf. We get get some good, yeah, <laughs> we get some good content out of that. You guys can fly down to Lancaster and watch us play. Yeah, okay. All right, so I'm taking taco dip. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you're digging out of your pizza hole, so that's, <laughs> that's a good start. How is pizza a hole? That's the number one food on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. I know, but like, is it a Super Bowl food? Like, I, I don't, mean, I don't know if I'd more say of a that. Super Bowl feels the food that's Stromboli, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with uh, loaded nachos. Loaded up with some pork, some cheese, some different meats, and that's my pick there. Lots of cheese, of course. You're fine. You're fine. So yeah, snake draft. Uh, you have back-to-back picks here, so go crazy. I back-to-back picks. Yes, you do. Right. Okay. Um, uh, FML. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. Okay, it's kind of similar. I don't know. Can I do this? We'll let um, you don't yell at me for what I call this. We only yell at Shub. Taco in a bag. Very good. Oh, it's yeah. very good. Leap all that out, <laughs> What? All that out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I lied to you. I didn't think I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna make fun of you, but that was worse. That's than a very good pick. That's a good pick. A walking taco guy. A hundred percent. A walking taco. I call oh, that a bag. Who would name it that? Who would say this is the official name of this snack? Taco. Well, I don't see any damn legs on that bag. Get so. the hell out! Yeah, you got the legs. That's why. So I was sitting my ass down on the couch and watching oh, the game while I got it in my hand. Get out of here! I'm over this. Right. Uh, you can have it, but okay, it's then you have to type it in as taco in a bag so no one votes for her. You're an ass. Okay, <laughs> I get to go again. Yes, you get you to, go to go again. Okay, 
Uh, I was gonna say something also, but you might yell at me because it's supposed to be food. You're gonna but yell at like, me for both things. <laughs> but like, but like, I just really want to say beer because that's really all I want to have. <laughs> that's fair. That's uh, I guess. Is it an acceptable answer? I guess it's acceptable. I think you're gonna win the draft now, like 100. percent Yeah, you probably yes. will. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she did this take a so yeah. shot. I guess we have to allow it, but yeah, definitely yeah, we're right. we're in a deep hole here. But we like our guests, so it's it's gonna be okay. Thanks, guys. You're like Shub. You said taco in a bag, so you have to get a pick to pull you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is tough. I think uh, it's a bit messy. I think I'm gonna go ribs though. Oh. We're fucking doing whole ass entrees. That's not what I'm thinking about. With- Super Bowl snacks. Yeah, but you it's can like pull right. them apart into like individual little ribs and then yeah, put them on your plate. Yeah. Sure, let me get, yeah, let me no. get a half. Let me get a Whatever. half rack of ribs. No, oh just you know, a couple ribs here and here. That's like <laughs> stromboli. Let me go with cheeseburger sliders. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. I was thinking about these in that one as well. I was ready to just roast you, whatever you were about to say. Uh, but that was pretty good. All right. Um, this one's. Uh, I get steak for my Super Bowl. Please? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. Uh, that'd be incredible. Steak, steak and potatoes is my Super Bowl snack. <laughs> no. Super Bowl party uh, feeds. Yeah, man. So we just say it's just any food, really, and we just right. happen to eat it on the Super Bowl, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's how we're doing All right, Gil, last um, pick here. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, so this one's kind of. This is tough. Uh, there's a lot of good picks out there. I think I'm going to go. You guys ever had, like, those barbecue meatballs? Mm-hmm. Those are like in a slow cooker. Yeah, slow cooked barbecue meatballs. Okay. Yes, sir. Sounds good. All right. Uh, that's all we got for the draft. Anyone got any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, chi- yeah, chili for sure. That yeah. Was, oh, that yeah. was one I was coming with. That's a good one. Um, queso dip. Gabby, mm-hmm. I don't. I'll let you go. Oh, I was gonna say, you ever have those little weens wrapped in bacon with the brown sugar on those guys with Ooh. the toothpicks through them? I don't them? think I have actually. Wow. That those sounds really fire, good. though. Yeah. But I might. I might, I might make those instead of my stromboli. Ooh, do it. I'm gonna have to. All right, uh, Sheep, you got any honorable mentions? No, Ben, you took mine with ribs, so I don't have anything left. <laughs> oh my God. No honorable mentions. Damn. No. Google failed hey, you. I, I know. I go to the it's internet tough. once we get to this part. I mean, uh, you know, um, steak, steak and eggs would be another honorable mention. <laughs> are you kidding? Different, <laughs> different like small desserts too. Are you kidding? Like are you cake? kidding? Joke, but it's okay. Yeah, Sheep's kidding. He's joking. <laughs> He's trying to be funny. His hair is pretty funny as well. All right, so um, before we go, Gabby, if you yeah, let um, us know if there's any that we missed on Twitter. Yeah, for at sure. D3 at D3 Spines podcast, please. So Gabby, before we let you go, Super Bowl pick. Who you got this week? Well, boys, we're gonna go with. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> we're gonna go with Jimmy G. He's got to throw seven times and lose. One. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Two, good. I didn't Two, hear what you said. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and three, I'm gonna go with Jimmy G. Nice. Got to. All right. I think that Gabby, if you hypothetically bet on sports, how would your track Allegedly. record be? Um, very good track record, I would say. If it was. Oh wow. That's good because that's who I have as well. So me and Schubert coming down to the to the to the wire here on hot ones. So I feel better that you picked them. Right. I <laughs> really think it's. Good thing it's gonna happen. He already has two Super Bowl rings, right? People uh, forget about that. Yeah, I guess so. He already has two. He's a two-time oh, Super Bowl champion. That's crazy. He could have three Super Bowls after this game. <laughs> that's insane. Hey. Yeah. More so than Eli or Big Ben. Get, 
a third, and it's going to really ruin a lot of people's days that I would be so thankful to happen. <laughs> all right. Shout out to my loyal Steeler friends and followers. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of them. I think the Patriots are a common enemy. We, I think we all share that. Yeah. Have you uh, heard of our Hot Ones update, the the status? So Shub is one game back. He needs the Chiefs to win to tie Gil. Otherwise, oh, he has to drink hot sauce straight and videotape himself. Oh, let me himself. in this competition. I'll do it for free. What? Okay. What? I, mean, I just said I love hot sauce. You're going to no, drink well, it straight out of the bottle, though? Okay, well, I wish you the best of luck, but I just know that Jimmy no, 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 you don't wish him luck. Yeah, that's what, right. no luck to share. Yeah. All right, anyone got anything else? Um, No, Gabby, thanks for coming on. It was a yeah, good time, as always. Thank you guys so much. Browns to the Super Bowl 2021. Yeah, don't. Next year's the year. Just leave them, just leave them, the <laughs> <laughs> just leave them be, let them figure it out. Let the analytics take control. <laughs> analytics. Yeah, we'll see you next season. Baker looks great. Kareem Hunt, you know, he's, he's looking well. <laughs> oh, oh. No comment. <laughs> yeah, it's Kate Weezy and we back. The rise to the throne. And the... Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree All these people phonies just wanna be like me Your baddest girl be all on my D The stuff you pay for, for me it's free Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience All I got is papers and a lot of haters Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers